0: to E-Ticket to Broadway, where Broadway meets Main Street. <laughs>
1: Here's your host, my pal, David Alpert.
0: <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thanks for choosing to listen to E-Ticket to Broadway, the only podcast where your favorite Broadway stars come up with ideas for new dark rides at the Disney theme parks. Have you visited the E-Ticket to Broadway shop yet? So many shirts, mugs, bags, stickers, and pins— all with the e-ticket magic imprinted onto each and every item. One of my favorites is the See You at the Parks line, but you can show off your park pride as well, so trust that I'm wearing my Land Boy sweatshirt as I record this. Simply visit our website, www.eticketpodcast.com, and head to the shop. Also on the website, you can become a Patreon of e ticket There are five different levels of giving, all to support yours truly, plus a portion of all of the funds raised goes directly to Gilana's fund, an organization created in 2007, shortly after my oldest sister Gilana passed away. And this fund honors her legacy by helping organizations across the country whose missions align with the fund's core values, inclusion, justice, and acceptance. Get more e-ticket fun, plus help change the world. Become a Patreon supporter today. Now on to the episode. This e-ticket guest has starred on Broadway in Les Mis and has the distinct honor of performing as the title role in not one, but two Disney-on-Broadway musicals, The Lion King and, of course, Aladdin, the role he originated. Clear the way, it's Adam Jacobs. Well, Adam, when I look at your Instagram, it is full of so much Disney love. It only makes sense to have you as a guest on this podcast. Are you ready to share your enthusiasm for the Disney parks with the listeners?
1: I am. I'm ready.
0: Yeah, let's do this. So, Adam, you clearly have such a love for the magic of Disney. Do you remember the first time that you went to the Disney parks?
1: Uh, Yeah. So, I grew up in San Francisco, California, and um, we would sometimes go down to Anaheim, to Disneyland, and um, I remember going on, uh, I think it was Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean was just, it was my favorite ride as a kid. I just loved, you know, everything with Pirates and Treasure and, and Peter Pan and all that stuff. Um, and so I was just completely drawn into that full immersion type of ride where you're, you know, on the boat and the voices and and the the whole cannon fight, everything. I was just, I loved it. And seeing the the sparkling treasure on the beach, you know, all of it, uh, I was totally taken in. And um, that was sort of, the first moment at Disney where I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing, you know? Um, and then of course all the other rides and, and, uh, space mountain, I was totally freaked out on cause <laughs> you know, uh, I was in the dark and, um, but I still loved it and, and had to do it over and over again.
0: Yeah. Do you remember kind of that experience of going on these rides and thinking like, I don't think it's real, but I definitely do think it's real kind of trying to navigate that as a kid.
1: I, you know, as a kid, I think my imagination was pretty wild or pretty, you know, it was pretty healthily developed, maybe at at that point where um, I could imagine sort of suspend my disbelief and be like, yeah, I am totally buying into this uh, magic right now and 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 thinking that it's real, you know, and and just accepting that it's real. And then that's what Disney does so so well. Right. They they set up the environment and they they do this fully immersion thing where you, you really do feel like you are in the world, you know, whether it's Pandora or, um, you know, in frozen or whatever it is. It's like, they, they know how to create that. And, you know, there's a, you can say maybe they're manipulating your senses in a sort of devious way, but uh, you know, you can take that, that position as well. But uh, I like to think that it's, um, just all in good fun and and it's great. It's magic.
0: I love that you mentioned Peter Pan and Pirates because you know, as a kid, you're on the Peter Pan ride and you're like, these are cartoon characters, but on pirates, you're like, well, these are definitely human beings. That oh yeah. And it, you right? see like
1: the the swords through the skeletons, and you're like, you know, imagining the fight that happened to to have that guy end up that way. Right. And exactly. you, and you can exactly. see the whole thing play out in your mind and, and uh, in the town when the guy's being dunked under the well and just like the drama, right. Like all of those little vignettes and those scenes and the fire and the chasing, like all of it was just like so much um, and so detailed. And, and it's just like, you know, so many stories playing out at once, uh, which just adds to the whole level of, you know, full immersion like that. It's just great.
0: As a kid, did you enjoy the Disney movies as well?
1: I loved the Disney movies, of course. I I really was drawn to Aladdin. Um, you know, big surprise, go figure. Uh, Little Brown Boy, that one, and also Matt Mowgli uh, in Jungle Book. Right, those are the two. I was like, hey, these guys kind of look like me and they're you know scrawny and and wily and I like to think of myself that I that I was like that even though I was actually more shy as a kid um but I I loved the chutzpah that you know Aladdin had and I wanted to be like him I wanted to run away from guards and and you know pretend I was uh you know stealing but not really
0: (laughs) Did you remember, like, as a kid, you know, you, you probably enjoyed performing, I'm guessing. Did you ever just like, kind of go down the street singing these Disney songs as a kid?
1: Yeah, you know, I I actually was singing more of the, like, Little Mermaid type of songs because my sister loved that movie. And we, we, we played that so many times over and over. And uh, (laughs) so I remember singing like part of your world with her, just, you know, (laughs) going up and down the streets, but really, you know, one jump was the one I would sing in the, in the playground, pretending like jumping off of benches and swinging off of basketball poles and just like, you know, pretending I was Aladdin. Um, So that, that was my childhood essentially. And, And Disney was so much infused in my childhood that, uh you know it's it's hard to even really analyze it now.
0: you remember like meeting Aladdin or Mowgli at Disneyland? did that ever happen for you as a kid? <laughs>
1: uh, you know, I don't think we ever waited in line long enough to to do that um but I do remember seeing it from a from afar and being like, wow, um he's really here you know, I did really think that I had that feeling of of when I, especially when I saw Mickey and and you know the the traditional characters i I was very excited to see uh you know Pluto and 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 all those guys um yeah i i just was just was it was like you know you're <laughs> just in you're it's like you've stepped into the cartoon in a way or, and they've come to life and they're there it's it's and i felt that same way even recently when i went on the uh, disney cruise you know cuz i sang a couple i did a, a show out there um with my wife a while back and um, just having the characters, not, not only the, the ones in full, um, you know, uh, animated one, not, but also the, like the princesses and and Gaston and, and like the, the live action guys. Um, I just thought, I, I thought that was, it, it was just really cool how they are, you know, they're staying in character and they're really being those characters. And that, that was kind of my, I'm like, oh, they're, I, obviously I know that they're, that they're acting because these guys are. Those are the cartoon guys, right? Like Disney, Mickey and and Donald and Minnie. Like those are the cartoons, and they're supposed to be here. But these guys are not the cartoons because they're real people. So I know that they're actors. <laughs> if that makes any sense, I don't know what you're talking and I was about. Like, oh I, no,
0: I think it's Snow White. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. You, Maybe you friends. May a point. We uh, say like
0: you know like friends with Snow White. But yes, I totally understand where we you're like. Again, it's like the Peter Pan ride versus pirates, where we you're like. I believe in it the same way, but I know it's slightly different.
1: Right, 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 right. So, but I guess seeing those people, you know, um, as Snow White and as Gaston and and Aladdin, I was like, that's really cool that they are, are doing that. You know, that they get that they get to do that. That they get to just play all day, essentially, and. Um, and be those characters and I thought yeah that's that's fun you know I want to I want to play along you know
0: I know would you ever consider you know being friends with Aladdin at Disneyland one day like being the parade and, <laughs> or being the shows
1: sure yeah yeah why not I, I would love doing the parade I'd, I'd love to stand up there and like you yeah. know yeah. <laughs> do my do my nice my nice wave, you can't see me doing it, but I'm doing it. Oh, it's it. beautiful, everyone, I, I see it.
0: I mean, you would you would maybe sing and they'd be like, wow, that guy sounds just like the album of the Broadway musical, that <laughs> Aladdin. Wow, he was really good.
1: Or he's a really good lip-syncher.
0: Adam, you shared some adorable photos of you and your kids at the parks, your whole family. What are your favorite traditions to do with them while you're there?
1: Well, we've only gone really twice uh, because I was fortunate enough to be in the Epcot Festival of the Arts um, with the, we did the the concerts there. um, And I did it just this past year and then the year before that. And we, you know, my, my kids, let me first off say that my kids are very spoiled because while I was working there, I got the full VIP treatment and we didn't have to wait in lines. And so now we have that tradition, which is awful because I've pretty much ruined their theme park experience for the rest of their lives. Uh, if we ever decide to go, um, you know, well, Unless I mean, they if become I can,
0: big Broadway stars and then they'll be like, this is always great.
1: Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, I've kind of created a monster with that, but, but you know, being able to be there with them during that time when I was performing, like they would, we would go ride rides and then I would go do my show in the evenings and they would come to one of the, one of the shows before they'd have to head off to bed. And, um, and so it was like this dream where we got to ride all these amazing rides without waiting. And then, um, they were treated to a show. Daddy gets to sing, um, in front of all all the, all the, um, the theme park visitors. So, uh, yeah it was uh the kind of tradition that you can't really replicate <laughs> um but yeah in terms of like like do you buy the funnel cakes or, or do you, you know like that sort of tradition um yeah I, I don't think we really set up anything where uh like they're gonna want to do for sure I, I'm not sure it's just like the rides like they want to they want to hit those certain rides that they love and and that's that's sort of it I think
0: I think you, you what you're saying is you've set the bar high for them. There's a very high uh, too bar high. set.
1: Y- <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, too. Yeah, imposs- impossibly high.
0: Yeah. Do you remember with the first time that they got to meet Mickey? Did that happen?
1: Uh yeah, yeah. They they met they met Mickey, they met the whole cast of Beauty and the Beast. They met the Nemo cast. Um <laughs> they uh they got to meet everybody, they got to meet Aladdin. Um and, you know, I I think I, I don't think they were sort of googly eyed and awestruck the way that maybe I was as a kid. I you know maybe it's just sign of the times where they're like yeah you know I I there he's he's there he's cool you know it's it's part of the whole experience and um you know I don't I don't know but maybe they 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 were. They appreciated it, but not to the, I don't think to the extent that I was like, wow, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I'm still at my age. I still get very excited <laughs> to meet Mickey. And I, it's always funny. We always say like we're meeting the characters. It's like, how many times can I meet Mickey before it's visiting him? You know, it's like, I want to go meet Mickey
1: <laughs> for the, hey, the remember? 50th Yeah, hour. it's yeah. like, right. Should I bring my sleeping bag? You know, should yeah, I bring exactly. my, toiletry, my toiletry bag? And it's going to hang out now, sleeping over.
0: start on Broadway as not just one Disney leading man but two. What do you think you, Adam Jacobs, as a human being possess that makes you so right for portraying a Disney character?
1: Ah, that's a you know, nobody's ever asked me that question in that way. Um you know, I maybe you know, I have to go all the way back to growing up on the on the West Coast, California, sort of having kind of that that laid-back, easygoing attitude, but also um my my parents and my, even my, my mom's father, my grandparents' work ethic, you know, like that kind of combination, I think has, has done well for, for me uh, and frankly, and um, you know, I've, I've played uh, a lion and I've played Aladdin, you know, and, and (laughs) because when you said you played two, uh, two characters, I thought, oh, well, one of them is a human, the other one's not, but, uh (laughs) but the fact that I got to play those two roles, which were roles that I emulated uh, or that I idolized, really, as as a kid. Um, you know, it, it's the sort of thing you're like, ha- if you would have told me as a kid that that would have happened, that was going to happen, I would never have believed it, really, because um, it's just like this surreal, uh, this surreal thing where I'm playing these these characters that I love, but in terms of what makes me the right fit for these characters. Um, you know, I, 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 it's hard to really analyze yourself. Maybe it's just like, like I said, my kind of, I don't like to say that I am Aladdin or that I am Simba, but I definitely have elements of each of those characters that I was able to sort of bring to life. Um, and even elements about myself that, like you know, I love how Aladdin is very makes everything look effortless, right? Even though he's, and I like to to think that I don't have to to show how hard I'm working, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's that that sort of thing where it's like, yeah, I'm gonna pick and choose the things about each character that I can that I can bring to the table and highlight, and um, and make it the role my own in my own in my own way, and uh, it just so happens that the things that are are part of me that people recognize and people, I guess, appreciate. And they, they, you know, when they think of me, you know, what are they, who, 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 am I? It's very, very existential conversation we're having here. Um, but uh, you know, like how people view you and, and what, what they, they see you as, how, how do they cast you? And um, they saw those elements that fit those roles.
0: Well, I think as you shared with your childhood, like even singing one jump ahead um, as a kid, you know that kind of points to the direction. Like, okay, here's a here's a young boy that really enjoys adventure and kind of pushing the envelope. And like, I see that in both Simba and Aladdin. You know,
1: yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, Taylor I was drawn to adventure. That. Yeah, uh, it, you're totally right. The stories, and you know, we have Disney to blame for all of it. That's right. Um, that's right. For
0: <laughs> maybe some unrealistic <laughs> for, for expectations creative. of romance. You know, <laughs> I was going to say also, Adam. You every time I think of you, you have naturally smiling face. You have a pleasant. You're always just kind of happy. It's like that. I think directly leads to a Disney, you know, hero, just kind of optimistic and 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 thinking like it's all going to be okay. I think that's when I think of you. I
1: think yeah. That. Uh, and I thank you, thank you. Um, and I do feel that that is an accurate portrayal of how I I normally do feel. Um, that whenever you know there is trouble and strife, that just take a breath and then we're going to get through it and things eventually do, you know, work out. It might not always be the way you thought, but things do tend to work out. And um, yeah, so I do have that kind of easygoing attitude in a way, which my wife tells me is sometimes a detriment. uh, But, you know, we balance each other out in that way. So that's good.
0: I think if I was like on a cliff and Adam Jacobs held out his hand to me and said, do you trust me? I'd be like, Yes. (laughs) You're very trustworthy, it seems. Speaking of Aladdin, what do you, you kind of mentioned this, but what do you have in common with Aladdin? You kind of mentioned, you know, this adventurous spirit, but what else? Yeah.
1: So, um, you know, uh, first of all, uh, uh, the obvious thing, uh, Aladdin is very athletic. And as a kid, you know, I played soccer, baseball. I did all of those. um, I didn't do parkour. I didn't do American Ninja Warrior, which Aladdin does. But um, you know, I I definitely had that element. Um, I didn't consider myself funny, really. Um, the way that Aladdin has that sort of self-deprecating humor that he has, and I I didn't really have that. I kind of had to, you know, figure that out at, at, in during the process. And and you know, as I've gotten older, I definitely have an element of that <laughs> that I've. But as a kid, you know, I I, I didn't have that, and. Um, you know, it was a naive little scrawny boy, but, um, what else? Uh, yeah. He's, he makes everything look really easy. And, and he has obviously a strong relationship with his mother, which I do have as well. Um, so, you know, singing proud of your boy every night was always a poignant moment in the show. And, uh, what else? I mean, he's, he's trying to figure out who he is at the core and that, seems to me like a a um an ongoing struggle for everybody. Uh I do, you know, I'm always trying to figure out, you know, when things change in your life, you know, how do you adjust and you know, what happens now, right? You know, people freak out and you have to really kind of rediscover who you are and what what's happening. So, um, you know, there's there's that sort of thing as well.
0: My uncle had a pet monkey growing up. Do you also
1: love monkeys? (laughs) I love monkeys. I love going to the zoo and watching them swing all around. And uh, yeah, who doesn't love monkeys? Of course, (laughs) people were upset when when Abu was not in our musical and I felt for them. I did. I did. I said, I know, I know, I know, I know it's really sad, but I do have these awesome friends and I can't wait for you to meet them. You know, (laughs) that sort of thing.
0: But do they also steal apples at the fair?
1: Uh, well, they helped me in, in one version of Aladdin back in Seattle. We uh, we did have, uh, you know, busking and helping out in that sort of way. Um, but we realized probably should just be Aladdin. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we went through many iterations.
0: Craig and I have the same question. What was it like the first time you flew over the audience on Broadway on that magic carpet?
1: Yeah, first time flying on the carpet was harrowing. I would say because I didn't know which way it was going to go. Like I watched it. I watched the stage manager do it, but you know, you get up on there the first time and you got the lights and you know, there's fog and you know, it's, it was a little, a little scary at first because uh, it, it does actually, you know, you can't tell, but it does do a slight pitch, you know, left and right as it's turning, and um, even that little bit kind of makes you feel like, whoa, you know, and and when it kind of slows down and then speeds up, and you feel like you're going to fall off the back.
0: <laughs> it's like a, it's like Space Mountain.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah right in the dark. Um, yeah. <laughs> Right. So we, we, I had to definitely get used to, to that. And luckily, you know, we were safe. We were buckled in with harnesses and um but um yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Just doing that, that first time I'll never forget. It was pretty amazing.
0: It's fun on this podcast, Ashley Brown, Josh Strickland, Gavin Lee, now you, these Disney on Broadway stars that get to fly. And it's yeah. always fun to hear because you know, I, I, that's my superhero power that I'd love to have is to be able to fly. So I kind of live vicariously sure. through you all.
1: Yes. I always pick uh, telekinesis myself um, okay. because I figure I can always move my body to make myself fly. See, Fair. and then I have both.
0: That's like, well, I want to teleport as well, but I'll just fly. So it'll be okay.
1: Yeah, there See, you We're go.
0: smart. We've really figured this out. <laughs> Adam, big question for you. If Aladdin were to get a job at Walt Disney World, what job do you think he would get?
1: Oh man, that's a great question. Um, I would think he would be selling wares of some kind, you know. Yes. Like in the employees. You know, yeah, he's just like hawking, you know, hats and caps and and vests and vests. Yes. He loves a vest, um, obviously. A, a fez, maybe a couple of fez. Here, buy my fez. Uh, And of course he would be, he would be really good at negotiating um, and getting them to buy more or, you know, you know,
0: they were like, this hoodie is really $100. He's like, but it's so good. You really want it.
1: It's so good. You really want it.
0: Yeah. Are there any um, pieces of merchandise at the parks that you love to buy?
1: Um, we, I always try to get a Christmas ornament, just kind of, that's kind of a tradition. I like, um, I like do, I do like buying like baseball caps. Um, I, I bought a like an Epcot one last time. Um, I would had been into the Star Wars li- lately, so anything with that, and I like the classic ones too, like the shirts with just Mickey. And um, so I, I kind of go back and forth with my styles in terms of the Disney stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I I like it all really.
0: We love merchandise.
1: Yeah, so does Disney. <laughs> oh, silly. We'll be
0: right back. Oh, what's the big idea with these commercial Oh, with this show. It's time for
1: Fast Pass Answers. <laughs>
0: Adam, it's time for Fast Pass Answers. I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock after I ask the first question. And this is going to be fun and not stressful. Yes. Do
1: you trust me? <laughs> yes. I, I, yes. I, do I trust you? Yes. Do you trust me? Yes. Okay, great. So yes. uh, 30
0: seconds after I asked the first question, Adam Jacobs, <laughs> who is your favorite Disney character?
1: Oh, Aladdin. Of course.
0: Name, name, any song from Aladdin. Proud of your boy. Favorite Disney villain.
1: Uh, Ursula.
0: Name any Disney bird
1: uh zazu
0: yes or no can you feel the love tonight
1: yes favorite <laughs> ride
0: in fantasy land
1: uh oh i don't know uh, peter wait, Pan. Pan. i'm trying peter to think Penn's what's which, which <laughs> one's Jason? oh yeah which one's fantasy it was Sorry. peter
0: Pan's flight you said it earlier i figured that yeah out.
1: yeah i couldn't i couldn't figure I, for some reason i was thinking what's fantasy land i couldn't picture what What was in there?
0: That was exciting. Zazu, solid answer. And let's Ursula. We didn't go for Jafar, but for Ursula.
1: I I thought Jafar, but I love Ursula. Ursula, she she does it for me.
0: Well, it's that body language, you know?
1: It's that body language. Yeah.
0: (laughs) The uh, question I didn't get to, but I'm curious if you can, I'm sure you can do this, is name any part of Prince Ali's parade.
1: Oh, um, 95 white, Golden monkeys. <laughs> Wait, yeah, exactly. is that right? Ninety-five. White. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: then they say like we got um, the monkeys. Uh, yeah. You know what? I would fail on that question. Yeah. I mean, bring me back to I, that I, right you now, know, I,
1: I and I listened to that song a million times. What is it?
0: There's like there's llamas, there's camels, there's a lot, but I don't think I could tell yeah, you llamas, specifically. Yeah,
1: llamas. Peacocks. Yeah. Peacocks. There's a lot. Uh, elephants. Yep, lots.
0: Lots of elephants. Um, And Adam, yes, thank you. I do also feel the love tonight. So that was very exciting.
1: (laughs) Put on your thinking ears, it's trivia time. Oh boy.
0: Adam, it's time for trivia. Here we go. In 2017, Disneyland's Fantasmic welcomed a new vignette of Aladdin and Jasmine flying on their magic carpet. While in Walt Disney World, Jafar makes not one, but two appearances. One as the sneering grand vizier, but then later on as a 120 foot long, 16 foot high snake that shoots glaring spotlights out of his cobra eyes. Which (laughs) Disney character shoots glaring spotlights out of their eyes in the Disneyland version?
1: Uh, was that a dragon? The dragon? No. Um, that's not who I'm thinking of. I'm going to give you a okay. hint.
0: You mentioned loving this character as a kid. And this mm-hmm. this character that shoots the spotlights out is from the same movie.
1: Is it Jafar? No. It's not. Uh, okay. It, the um, character you
0: mentioned was Mowgli. Oh, Mowgli. Yeah. And the character and- that shoots the spotlights is...
1: It's Ka. Ka- yeah, I couldn't remember the name. It's called <laughs> the yeah. snake. Ka- it's the snake, exactly. <laughs> it's the snake. Okay, so the snake and the snake. Yeah.
0: So this is what I learned, though. At Walt Disney World, he's 120 foot long, the Jafar snake. At Disneyland, Yeah. he's only 100 feet long.
1: Oh, feet man. Less. It's because mm. Disneyland
0: is smaller, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 More <laughs> compact. Do you like Phantasmic?
1: <laughs> I do. I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, I love it. Yeah, especially that transformation at the end. They really did, uh, they've been upgrading it every every time I've gone to see it and it's just, it gets even more um wow, yes. every time. Adam,
0: we love the Disney parks, but when Disneyland opened in 1955 and Walt Disney World opened in 1971, some of the lands we love weren't even created yet. So in this game, a whole new world, I have 10 questions for you about some of the areas of the parks that were added into the theme parks a bit later. Are you ready for this thrilling chase to many wondrous places?
1: Oh, who wrote that? Yeah, okay. I I
0: don't know. Okay, but don't you dare close your eyes Adam as we need to play this game and please don't hold your breath. I need you with me.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I'm so sorry. Okay. A Whole New World, number one. This Whole New World came to Walt Disney World and Disneyland in 2019 and featured a land far, far away with the centerpiece being a hunk of junk. What land am I referring to? Uh,
1: Tomorrowland? Mm -hmm. It came in
0: 2019.
1: Oh, 2019. Uh, Hunk of junk. Uh, Wait, not, not Star Wars land. Yeah, Star Wars? Star Wars land, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Galaxy's
0: Edge. Yep, totally. Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. Edge, yeah. Star Wars yeah. Land. There Galaxy's Edge. That's exactly it. A whole new world came. Go. I was thinking Very the nice. hunk of
1: junk. You mean the Millennium Falcon you're calling a hunk of junk? I'm sorry. How dare you. from the movie. I know. Okay. That's I'm so right. sorry
0: Number two. It's surprising to think that this land, comprised of many whole new worlds, didn't exist until 11 years after the Magic Kingdom opened in Florida.
1: Um Was it Epcot?
0: It is Epcot. Isn't that funny to think that when the world opened, Epcot didn't open until 11 years later.
1: That is a ways. Yeah, it's a long time. Hmm. Who knew?
0: Who knew? Number three, this whole new world just celebrated its 20th anniversary in California and is the home park for the World of Color show.
1: California Adventure?
0: Yes, Disney California Adventure, totally. <laughs> 20 years when it first opened. Maybe not as successful, but it's, they've definitely made a lot of wonderful changes.
1: Yes, I love that one.
0: Here's number four. Featuring one of my favorite e-ticket attractions, This Land opened in 2012 and stars such characters as Mater and Luigi.
1: Uh, I love those guys. That's Cars. That's the Cars Land, right?
0: That is, that's Cars Land. Have you been on Radiator Springs Racers?
1: I have, I love it. Speeding through those red rocks is pretty awesome. It's
0: amazing. It's like, it's one of my favorite rides. Okay, number five for a whole new world. Mickey's Toontown, where you can visit both Mickey and Minnie's home separately, opened in Disneyland in 1993, in the Magic Kingdom in Florida in 1988, and which international park in 1996?
1: Uh, Tokyo Disney?
0: That's right, Tokyo Disneyland. Hey. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> it actually, I learned it, it closed in the Magic Kingdom in 2011.
1: Oh, sad. so sad.
0: But, you know, maybe one day Mickey and Minnie will buy a house together. But for now, not so much. <laughs> this one I think you might get. Number six Walt Disney Studios was a whole new world at Disneyland Paris and opened in 2002. In this land, one can ride an attraction similar in feel to Dumbo, but is based on which 1990s Disney animated film?
1: Uh, Similar to Dumbo, but not Dumbo. Uh, 1990s film. Um, ah, I don't know, that's tough.
0: It is tough.
1: Yeah. Uh, Is it Aladdin?
0: It is Aladdin. It is Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> the ride is the flying carpets over Agrabah. And in Tokyo Disney, oh, no yeah. they've got Jasmine's flying carpets, and Magic Kingdom has magic carpets of Aladdin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, instead of an elephant, it's a magic carpet.
1: So, okay, yeah. It's kind of hard to put those yeah, together, but yeah, they, I guess it yeah. makes sense.
0: And I think that you should go at some point in an Aladdin costume and just go on the ride and just relive your Broadway fantasies. <laughs> I think it's time. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that was very exciting. Uh, we've got uh, four more, but you are killing this. Game. Okay. Number seven, in which land can one fly on a mountain banshee, part of a whole new world that opened in Walt Disney World in 2017?
1: That's Pandora.
0: That is Pandora, the world of Avatar. Yeah. Do you love Flight yeah, of Passage? world of
1: Avatar. Yeah, I love that one. I did get almost like get a little dizzy the first time, but, but then I afterwards I got it. I was like, ah, oh, this is awesome. Amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: Number eight, Disneyland has the Matterhorn and Walt Disney World has Expedition Everest, which is part of the new park that opened in 1998. What's the name of
1: that park? Oh yeah, that's, uh, Everest is in Animal Kingdom.
0: That's right, Animal Kingdom. Do you prefer the Matterhorn to Everest or vice versa?
1: Well, Matterhorn was one of my favorites for sure, but then Everest came along and kind of blew me away. So I now am an Everest fan for sure. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, they're both similar. I know. Yeah, I'm such a yeah. land
0: boy, but like the Matterhorn hurts my back and terrifies me. And Everest was just <laughs>
1: thrilling. It's very thrilling. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was awesome.
0: Number nine. When you visit Disney's Hollywood Studios, you can now experience Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Which attraction did this railway replace?
1: Uh, I don't know. Which it's one is the great movie replace? ride? Oh, the great movie ride. Did you okay. ever get to ride on that? I don't remember that one very well. No, it was an experience. Like the, carousel, like the carousel of progress. Like, yeah, kind totally. Of yeah,
0: one of those <laughs> very big commitments. It's like this ride <laughs> is going to take some time and it's going to be wonderful. Great. This last one is a little tough. So, this is this is okay. a little tough, but I'm, I'm going to hear I'm here All to right. help you out. Okay. For our final A Whole New World. This whole new world opened in Disneyland in 1972, and where you were once able to visit the country bear jamboree. What's the name of this area?
1: Frontierland? Yes. Mm-hmm. Not
0: Frontierland.
1: Oh shoot. This is it, one of those, um, it's like
0: New Orleans Square. It's just like a very like yeah. small
1: part. Well, not many people so know it what ama- it's called.
0: Yeah, you ready for it? Yeah, what is it? We're gonna learn this together. It's Critter
1: Country. Critter Country. I did did not. I did not know that.
0: I think you would only know that if you were looking at the map. But you're kind of just like you're in New Orleans (laughs) Square. You leave Haunted Mansion, and then you like turn, and you're in Splash Mountain. You're like, oh, I guess I'm in Critter Country now.
1: Huh. I, I don't think I've ever heard that. That's that's amazing. We're
0: learning together. So, Adam, thank <laughs> you so much for playing A Whole New World with the Disney parks. I hope this was an enjoyable for you. Yes, What's
1: it cool? was. Very much so. Thank you. Now let's hear from some of you. huh
0: Adam, we put it on our Instagram page and your fans have some Disney questions for you. So here we go. Veronica wants to know, what is your favorite Disney song to perform?
1: Oh, favorite Disney song to perform. Um, I mean, it's kind of hard to top Proud of Your Boy at this point. It has become my signature song. Um, So, I mean, is that a cop out to say that? Maybe, maybe it is, Um, you know, but... I'm just gonna say it anyway. I love that. Yeah. I also love uh, "Friend Like Me." You know, I never got to be the Janie, but I sometimes do that one in the shower. So, um, so there you go.
0: So here's the follow-up. Ellie would like to know which song in Aladdin that you weren't in would you have liked to be in?
1: What I just said that that's amazing. Um, yeah, "Friend Like Me." Yep. Totally, you were in, friend like me, but you would get to sing at this time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, if Courtney Reed's listening, I'll you know say Palace Walls. Um, (laughs) That would be that would be the one. Yeah, or you know the one they 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 took away. They changed. They had her her song um, was a beautiful one, singing about a bird in a cage and wanting to be free. And that was a beautiful number that they sadly had to get rid of. Of course, you know Jafar went through twenty four different. Villain songs before he found his, um, but that's also diamond in the R- diamond in the rough is a fun fun one too. Uh, someday I want to be a villain, so just putting that out in the universe.
0: Laura asks, "What's your favorite Aladdin costume?"
1: I love the Prince Ali costume. Um, it's just glorious. That cape and the capeography I get to do with it. I mean, come on, you know. I know Jonathan Freeman likes to talk about his cape, but I mean, I got the cool embroidery and all that, plus the secret pocket for my lamp. Uh so you know, can't can't Spoiler top alert. that.
0: Spoiler. Hello. Alert.
1: That's um, right. Spoiler.
0: I wish we could bring capes back into fashion.
1: Like <laughs> I think you can single single-handedly. Sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, I guess think of like when you're in an argument and you like want to leave and you just like swoop <laughs> your cape.
1: That's good. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Cynthia is curious which Disney movie or franchise should be made into the next musical?
1: Well, Cynthia, I think the obvious one is Tangled. I think that one should be the next uh, musical. I, I think it's a great one. And I don't actually know, I'm not sure if it's in the works or not, but it should be.
0: Well, there's the cruise line version, but potentially it could. Right. Yes, way, that's true. It could make its way to Broadway. Yeah. Who knows?
1: It could. You're right.
0: Would you like to be entangled?
1: I think it'd be fun for sure. As
0: as Rapunzel,
1: uh, as as Rapunzel, yes. Contract. It's not, always... As my contract stipulates, my hair has to be at least 150 feet long. So, yeah, of course, um, as just long like far in
0: Fantasmic, that snake.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Mark asks, "Were you excited about performing songs on Broadway that were cut from the movie?"
1: Oh. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Proud of Your Boy was the number one song. It it really just sets up his whole character. It's early in the first act and creates the whole arc and, for him and uh, gives him the depth. And I just love that number.
0: And finally, Karina asks, if you could design an Aladdin ride, other than the Walt Disney World carpets, what would it be like?
1: Ooh, if I could design a ride myself, it probably would be... Um, you know, I, as a kid, it probably would have been a, a giant roller coaster ride, but nowadays I love just like the boat rides and, and, and also, you know, I, I, we talked about how I loved the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. I love the, uh, the, the boat ride in Pandora. Um, so I love anything that's sort of full immersion like that. So maybe it would be, um, like, oh, I, they're doing Ratatouille, aren't they? Isn't that coming up? Mm-hmm. Pretty soon, yeah, it's, like it's in Paris, but it's coming to Epcot. Yeah, like something like that, where you're like totally immersed in the world yeah. of of the movie. Um, yeah, I guess we could we could do an Aladdin. You know, they have the flying carpet, but I feel like they could really just go, you know, full out and 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 upgrade it. I think.
0: You mentioned loving Peter Pan's flight. I, I could see a dark yeah. ride where you're on the carpet, you know. And yeah, you I love like, the
1: dark rides. Yeah, yeah.
0: You could do like an Aladdin dark ride, but like maybe a little more adventurous than Peter Pan. Like maybe.
1: Yes. You know. Yeah. Definitely, you should have him flying through the cave with lava coming down. You can go like full Universal and just like do that too. <laughs> you know, like with like. everything oh, I shouldn't we, say that. Can't say can't that. Say that word on this <laughs>
0: podcast. I'm so sorry.
1: Oh, sorry. Okay. Um yeah, so you definitely should have the lava pouring in uh at, from the cave and you know shooting up out of the cave as it's collapsing. You gotta make it more exciting.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could definitely turn like an e-ticket dark ride. Kind of like you know, just really amp it up.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I'm okay, in. Let's do
0: it. Any imagineer that's listening, you've heard it here. Let's do it. There
1: you go. It's time for some tough choices. Let's play Tweedledee or Tweedledum.
0: Adam, it's time for everyone's favorite. This is Tweedledee or Tweedledum. I'm going to give you two options. Let me know which one you prefer. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, a whole new world, or can you feel the love tonight?
1: Oh, whole new world. You got the carpet. Yeah. Yes,
0: we love a good prop, right? Yeah. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Tomorrowland or Galaxy's Edge?
1: Oh, man. I think... You know, I am a purist, but I think I have to go with, with Galaxy's Edge now because it's it's full immersion. You know, you got the stormtroopers coming up to you and and like saying, you know, show me your papers and stuff. It's pretty awesome.
0: Have you been on Rise of the Resistance?
1: Um, no, I didn't. I, that was the only one I couldn't get on, unfortunately. And I'm, I am can't wait to get on that one when we get back.
0: For sure. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Agrabah or Pride Rock?
1: Ooh. Uh, well, I mean, Agrabah is so colorful and so, so much mystery, but pride rock is, you know, if if pride rock were a village, you know, instead of just a watering hole, um, then (laughs) that'd be, be more exciting.
0: Okay. (laughs) You make a good point. So I think we're gonna go with Agrabah. (laughs) And finally, Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Dole Whips or Churros?
1: Ah, that's tough. I love those both. I love both of those. I love both of those. Um, I'll say Dole Whip. I like I like okay. the Dole Whip.
0: Yeah. Do you have other favorite snacks from the parks?
1: Well, Dole Whip is probably the t- top one. Um I like the uh, the Mickey-shaped like Klondike things, whatever those are. Yes. Um, and um yeah, that's that's pretty much it. What about you? Favorite
0: snacks? I love yeah. uh, the Mickey Mouse ice cream sandwich bar.
1: Yeah. You know the ones that's, that are the not one
0: the one, one on the stick, the one that are like you, you know, you pull it out, there's so much dry ice and then you bite into it and you break your teeth. <laughs> it's my
1: favorite. <laughs> yeah, that one. That's good.
0: Adam, if you found a magic lamp at a Disney theme park, what would your three wishes be to create the most perfect day?
1: oh man okay uh no no lines right okay. um that's that's got to be one has to be um perfect day uh let's see probably if you could figure out a way to do all the rides without having to like on segways maybe you got like segway like you can you can actually drive a car through at the park or something like that. Like nobody like would a, Maybe a golf you know, cart, a golf cart. Yeah. I, I wish for a golf cart with like full amenities with like, you know, a cooler and, and all the, all the treats. Right. Okay. So a golf cart with a dole whip machine yes. on it.
0: Okay, perfect. That's your second wish. And what about okay. your third That's wish? My second wish
1: third wish would be um, it'd be perfect. If I had everybody that I ever knew, not everybody, take that back. no, uh, just the people that uh, I really like, <laughs> and I love um, having them experience that with me, um, and being there all together—that'd be—that'd be great.
0: Yeah, kind of bummed you didn't wish for my freedom for that third one, but okay.
1: <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> so, Adam,
0: what's the first thing you want to do the next time you go to the parks?
1: Um, I want to do the Rise of the Resistance ride. I didn't get a chance to do that last time. Um, and yeah, I want to just, you know, I actually kind of want to explore some of the other, um, hotel properties around, around Disney. Uh, Cause there's some really, you know, beautiful ones and, uh, I haven't done that yet. And so, you know, we'll see, try to, you know, do like the big restaurants that do some of the nice restaurants outside the parks and around on the property. That'd be really fun. It's
0: a great answer. A great oh, answer.
1: oh, club, club 33, club 33s. I want to do all the club 33s.
0: Okay. Because I did done, do one. Yeah, which ones have you done? I
1: did do one. I just did the one at, at the Epcot. And I want to do the one in Animal Kingdom. Um, I have an open invitation, so I can I can go back there sometime. But Club 33s, I want to see what that's all about. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I'll be a member, honorary member, probably not. Um, but,
0: uh, so <laughs> that's but it'd my be dream cool. If I, if I ever make a lot of money, that's what I want yeah. to invest in. A Club 33 membership. There you go. I got to celebrate my 33rd birthday there in California. You did? And it oh, was nice. perfect. It was such a wonderful time. That's awesome. Time. I feel very lucky. Well, Adam, thank you so much for your time and for sharing your love of Aladdin and Mowgli and Dole Whips and your time at Festival of the Arts. This has been so much fun chatting with you about all things Disney.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It's been It's been great.
0: Awesome. And we'll see you at the parks.
1: See you there see you real soon on the next episode